Hello. <laughs> you just caught Maddie's beautiful song that she was singing for some reason. Hi. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. The best podcast, your favorite podcast, Good Books, Bad Banter. I'm your host, Maddie. And I'm Tori. And today we're talking about love theoretically. Yay. <laughs> yes. I'm feeling manic today. Maddie's feeling a little bit crazy. And I'm feeling a little bit depressed. <laughs> Sad girl hour. It's like the <laughs> always, literally the like yin and yang. I know. Well, it's, right. so we're it's always, always in a pendulum. Always. And then the the few days that we are in sync, I feel like we're feral. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't know what happens on those it's days. Too much energy. Yeah, but we haven't had those. But I'm feeling good because I at least I worked out, so like my energy is high from that. That's good. Even though I'm depressed over work stuff. So yeah, I would be too. Did that help with, like, clearing your mind and stuff today? I mean, it just got me to, like, not focus on it, so. That's good. That's hard. Being a real-life fucking adult sucks. It's truly the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I've actually been daydreaming recently about just, honestly, like, (laughs) looking for jobs outside of fucking Texas, like, in a bookstore doing something. Like, I'm, like, so with you. Like, Let's just open our own fucking bookstore. I wish we could. I know. I, somebody said, was it you who talked about having a mobile book thing? Mm Mm-hmm. That would do really, really well. Right. Yeah. I think that would be such a fun business adventure if I had the, like, startup money for it. I think it could eventually become something. Um, I, the good books, just... bad banter, roving library. Roving? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that's a funny word to me. You think everything I'm saying is stupid right now for some reason. Maybe because I'm trying to make you feel better. So that way, <laughs> <laughs> that way you can laugh at everything. Really. I mean, I'm in a surprisingly good mood for almost crying on my way home to, from work. Hey, so. I'm not surprised. I'm surprised you didn't honestly tell them. You're like, look. This is not the news I wanted. I'm taking the rest of the day. Like, oh, that doesn't fly at my place of work. Well, it could have fly like could have flied today. <laughs> That's not the right correct tense. No, but that doesn't happen where I work. Well, I would have had to work extra the next three days to make up for it. Oh yeah, but I mean, like, well, not that you just be like, look, I gotta go. Sorry, but I get it. Yeah. So, anyways. Um, three updates. Do we want to do that? This is, guys, it's Wednesday. We put out an episode today. We did. We put out so Meet Me at the Lake. We're not so, going to have much different. Yeah. Um, I'll give you one update. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go see my sister after we get done recording. She got her wisdom teeth pulled out, so I'm going to go take care of her tomorrow. So hopefully tomorrow at work is not a too busy day. Knock on wood. One, two, three. If you don't have wood to knock on, you can always knock on your head. And I'm weird. I do, like, sets of threes. So three knocks. Three times. Because that's also my lucky number. Nine. <laughs> um, I don't know what my update will be. Hmm. My update is that I didn't get the race that I wanted at work. I was gonna wonder I was wondering if you wanted to tell them or not. Um I asked for a raise and they gave me one quarter of what I asked for. Not even that, honestly. It's it was rough. I, when I saw it today I was like, There's this isn't real. But it's real. So that's exciting. <laughs> it's basically gonna 
bring me no extra income. <laughs> yeah. After whenever, taxes, well, there's no dollars left for me. I was about to say, I was like, whenever you were telling me <clears throat> how much they gave you for like each paycheck, I was like, that's absolutely nothing. Like that would pay a f- maybe an electricity bill split in two. Yeah, it was not great. Yeah. Oh, it literally would pay half of our utilities bill. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, there's no way that 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 what does that do? <laughs> what does that do? That buys Very maybe little. five more oranges at the grocery store. Very fucking little. Uh, <clears throat> and it was just shitty because my HR person was like, yeah, like your department is underpaid. Like, I'm gonna really try and like make sure we up your whole department's pay this right. this year. And I was like, oh, I'm feeling hopeful that if I don't get, like, the full raise, like, at least a good chunk. Absolutely not. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Anyways, let's move on from this chat because it'll depress me again. Yeah. Um, instead, we're going to talk about Elise and Jack. I love them. Okay, do you agree with Elsie. me that? You said Elise. Oh, I did say Elise. Fuck. Elsie. That's embarrassing. Elsie. Okay, I'm usually the Elsie's one Elsie's cuter than Elise in my opinion. I like the name Elsie. I do, too. Um, do you agree that she gets better with every book she oh writes? Oh my god, yes. Okay, I'm so glad Her you agreed Her evolution with that. is insane. Um, we're talking about Ali Hazelwood, guys. We didn't Yes, even sorry, the author of Love of Theoretically. Theoretically. Her characters, the thing is, is it's always going to be arrivals to lovers, lovers trope. The girl's always going to be teeny tiny small. The guy <laughs> is always, always going to be so big he takes up the whole room. Yeah, he takes up the whole room, has broad ass shoulders, and wears Henleys. <laughs> <laughs> it's always going to be neuroscience, but we like that part. <laughs> yeah, it's always going to be in the STEM field. But the thing is, is like some of them are engineers. She was an astrophysicist. The There's other one been a was neurophysicist before, right? In Love on the Brain, because they were working on that helmet. Yes, she was like yeah, a neuro neuroscientist yeah um which is what she ali hazelwood uh specializes in yeah um but she this book elsie is a um theoretical theoretical physicist Mm -hmm. um and she even talks about it and tori mentioned it to me too whenever we were talking about it outside of the pod that this was her most academic heavy book mm-hmm. that she's written, which I honestly did not mind. No, she did so good of incorporating it into the book. She did. I think she has a very human way of explaining really complex things. Com- yeah, really complex scientific theories and even like stuff that's outside of her scope of mm-hmm. research. And I liked that they had the different, like, it was theoretical and then experimental. Experimental. I had no idea that that was a rivalry. (laughs) No. Honestly, I've had, I've always admired people who could understand physics and like the very hard sciences because I feel like that's just, I don't know why I always just thought those people had like superpowers to me because it just never clicked. I could get the, I can get the natural sciences to a degree like biology, biology two, stuff about like anatomy and physiology, like up to about there. And after that, stuff loses me. I can't do chemistry because chemistry is technically math in disguise. Physics is hard because it's all theoretical. None of it's proven. And not only that, it's all molecular. Same thing with, um, well, chemistry is molecular. So 
Yeah. Yeah, so at least with <laughs> at least with chemistry, like you can usually see like the reactions of things, so you can see that like what is actually happening happening is happening. But with physics, it's also molecular, but you don't know whether or not you can't see those things. Does that make sense? Sure. All right. Sounds well, smart to me. But yeah, I just was like, I was always in awe with people who were like in the aerospace engineering departments over at A and M. Like the few friends that I had. Um, they were in all, like, nuclear engineering and aerospace engineering. Aerospace was notoriously the hardest in, like, chemical engineering. All those top three, those were, like, the elite. Those people usually didn't have lives, and they were also, like, very socially awkward individuals. But <laughs> gotta love them. They're doing, they're doing wonders for <laughs> whatever their field is in. <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> Anyways, I liked that Elsie was essentially an escort. Mm-hmm. And just... But she, without the sex. She didn't have sex with her clients, but, like... She's just a fake date. Like, she's a fake girlfriend. Yeah. And I like that. I do, too. I feel like it's so real. She did that to pay for her school, and... I mean, because, people become strippers to pay for school, too. Yeah. And it's like... Bro, they, like, work the system, babe. Like... To graduate from a, like, prestigious college without any debt? Fuck yeah, I wish I would have known. Well, and she, <clears throat> I think it's also realistic because she's working a job, but it's not paying her enough, so she has to get the second job or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I just liked that she had, like, that kind of... I also appreciate, I think it's funny, uh, you know, this is also just another, like, theme and trend for Allie or for Allie Hazelwood, is that the girl is always poor. Yep. <laughs> like, dirt fucking poor. Well, I think and it's the, supposed to reflect, like, science. It's science, not a like the disparity. Yeah, the job until you're, like, higher up. The, what is it? It's a term whenever, like, um, like, male and female animals are different, like, highly different from each other. Like, they're different in weight. What, dimorphic. That's what it is. Oh. Yeah. Like, (laughs) anyways. Yeah. But even though all of her main female characters are poor, Mm -hmm. I love the fact that none of them are embarrassed about it. Not a single one are like, like, I can't afford that. Like, what are you talking about? mm -hmm. You're like, oh, well, I can do that. I'm going to do what I have to do to get it done. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, with Elsie, she was working th- literally, like, three jobs at, or at three different colleges doing, like, seven different classes and yeah. stuff. And it's – this – I found that this book and this – I found, like, I laughed a lot more mm-hmm. in this book than I, I did like in the last book. And I feel like the humor was not as cringy. Yes. Yes. Like I said, she's getting better with every book she writes. She is. And I feel like – she the student emails were hilarious so good spot on spot i'm on. like do you have direct experience so, ow oh my god sorry i hit my knee um i was like i wonder if she has direct experience i'm sure she does because those she has were to. very specific scenarios in the emails that people i mean some emailing. of that stuff you cannot make up i know that's what i'm saying like she had to have had like i wouldn't students. be surprised if she was if she I wouldn't be surprised if she was TA at some point yeah. or some kind of like teaching assistant. 
to if whatever they are in the equivalent in Italy if she studied in Italy. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, What's your rating? Mm. I say a four. Yeah. Four I'd and a half. Because I just really liked it. And I really liked Elsie mm-hmm. as a character. I liked that I was squealing, <coughs> giggling, kicking my legs, blushing at so many parts. It's so cute. <laughs> Me too. I was screaming around the house while I was at work. Yeah. Um, I like that she is... I think she's essentially, like, on the spectrum. I think she has, like, like, she, or 80, not ADHD, she's people-pleasing <clears throat> to, like, the max. Yeah. To the point to where she, like, loses a lot of her personality. Like, that's the she, whole fight of the fact that she, she, she masks yeah. really well. So that's why I say she's autistic, but she's not. That's not confirmed. She reads people, and then she molds herself to be what they want. Which, is So that they like her. Isn't that the definition of masking? As taking on the personality traits of other people because you can't... I can't say for certain mm. what it is, but... But it gave me the, those kinds of, like, neurodivergency vibes. Yeah. For sure. And I also liked how Jack was able to pick out immediately, like, just dissect her, like, on the spot he first sees time. her so well and like through all her bullshit and she uh-huh. just like does not know how to handle it she's like what the hell like this is my like basically it was her armor mm-hmm. is what she used pr- to protect herself and she was just kind of like really vulnerable with her with family Jack. sucked but did you notice that there was not a dead mom the mom was just I a piece know. of shit <laughs> still a trauma the mom was just Dramatic a piece of shit family. and then was the dad dead or no, was the, the dad, dad was just meh meh he was just kind of there all right i don't really remember him being mentioned at all yeah so that's why i ask um also the fucking the fact that her brothers were older than her and her mom was like make them stop fighting like what kind of ridiculous fucking parenting i was like do you think that you could tolerate because i would never if my mom told me that now i'd be like excuse the fucking me especially if they were like two or three years older than i am and twins get no they can get fucked it was so weird i thought that was one thing that i think that that knocked down the rating for me it was like the the family dynamic just not yeah it just didn't feel realistic enough i feel like it would be different if i thought they were younger but maybe that's why I, i also thought so too but they're older she's the youngest oh what the fuck? Because she talks about how she was the last kid, but she and her parents wanted more. Um, I guess they were hoped to have less problems with her as a kid, but ended up that she caused a lot of issues, like money-wise, because of her having diabetes. Oh. And she talks about that. She's yeah, like, what I made my life parents. really hard. I was like, that. Your type 1 diabetes is literally something that you are born with. Like, truly born with. Mm-hmm. Type two is like you develop that, but um, yeah, I just think it's crazy. But I love Jack. I oh know. Oh my gosh. I like that. Also, he was blonde. I know. I know. I was like Wait, I mean, a blonde is, character. That I know. Gonna like. I know. Usually we go for like the dark-haired, broody guy and brooding kind of guy. But he was actually kind of broody, and he was just like sandalwood hair but i feel like he was also way more forward he was knew what he wanted right away and spoke it out loud he was very blunt yes and he just like went for it he wasn't like ethan or like adam yes was it ethan or ian 
I don't remember. Okay, we're going to say <laughs> that Ethan. That was forever ago. We'll From Ethan. Love on the Brain. Yeah. Um, and the, um, what is her name? B. In Love mm-hmm. in the Brain. She makes a, a cameo in the, in the so story, too. So do Olive and Adam. Yeah. But she, like, her herself doesn't. She, it's a one line in the yeah. book. And she talks about how, thank you for the Twitter account. What would Mar- Marie what you Curry yes. do? What would Marie Curry do? Or Yeah. What would Marie do? Yeah. What would Marie do? And she was like, that helped me get through, like, undergrad. Uh-huh. And I was like, stop. I know. Me. I thought that was so cute. Um, and then Olive and Adam actually make a legitimate cameo in the fact that they're very small, small part of yeah, the story. Yeah, they're at the party and Olive and And I love LC how talk. Olive talks about that they're getting engaged and they're getting engaged together by themselves in the forest because they like to go hiking. And mm-hmm. I was like, stop. And she's like, and I think that's what Adam would like. Like, that's his kind of, he doesn't really like too many people, like flashy and showy or whatever. It's like, stop. That's so cute. I know. It was really adorable. I know. And I was just telling Tori whenever I saw her, whenever we came to come record i was like i love romance books but god damn it i fucking hate them they made me wish i had for the kind of romance that is like this and i also think i like their stories ali hazelwood stories more is because they always have conflict in them like mm-hmm. actual conflict within the couples themselves but it's also very it's usually very adult conflict like mm-hmm. and there's always some kind of a, some kind of aspect of sexual harassment in in all of three of her books yeah sexual harassment or like manipulation by other men and then the workplace. they actually get and then they get caught and then they <laughs> in like trouble for their yeah action they actually get like brought to justice for it rather than just like slipped away Fantasy. and stuff <laughs> yeah i.e why it's a romance <laughs> <laughs> but no I, god dang it hold on i don't know um should we get to like the spoiler esque part i guess so yeah. yeah so that way we just don't have to make sure we don't say anything okay well this is spoilers so. i feel like we the thing is is like do you really like we told you the whole story the thing is is ali hiswood has one like road of writing romance yeah. and it's the exact same story as adam and but Adam maybe they haven't read those. And ones. Olive and B and Ian or whatever, Ethan, whatever the fuck's name <laughs> is. It's the it's like the last two books that she's written. It's just better quality mm-hmm. of a story. Mm-hmm. You can feel the you can feel how the edges are being rounded out. Mm-hmm. They're not rough anymore. So I think she's just finding her groove. And like on the on the what is it, the cover of the book. There's a quote there that she's, it says that Allie Hazelwood is a powerhouse in romance. And mm-hmm. she is because she has found a formula that has just, that works mm-hmm. and that I think resonates with a lot of people. And also it's just so easy to digest and consume. And not only that, it's within a specific field that not a lot of romances kind of, like she has mm-hmm. a niche and yeah. it's about women in STEM finding romance. Mm-hmm. That's like she found an area in an industry or part of the industry that nobody had ever considered. And now that's like, that's her shtick. Mm -hmm. So of course she's going to like create the same things, but she has two other books coming out. One is a um, YA called checkmate. And 
that comes out, I think, in November, she was talking about. Hmm. And she was talking to, remember whenever we were there? Mm-hmm. Um, we saw her at, speak at Book People. Yeah, at the very beginning of this year. And got our books signed by her. I know, she was so nice. Um, she said that she wrote a YA book, and it does have a sex scene in it. But they were like, parents let your kids read it still, or whatever. Yeah, I think it's a fade to black, but it... Probably. Probably, but something. Um, and then she has the book that you showed me. Bride. Bride. Which is paranormal. Like paranormal werewolf shit. Yeah. Like, what? I kind of want to read it just to know what it's about. Me too. Because uh, that's not in her typical line of work. Right. Um, okay. So I love the grandma. Oh my God. The grandma. The grandma is an icon. She's <laughs> so woman. good. Uh, <laughs> what is her name? Maurice? Um, is Meryl? It Meryl? What is it? Um, I thought I wrote it down, but I don't. Is it, find it. M- Millicent? Maybe Millicent I, sounds right. I think it's Millicent. Millie, I think you're right. You're like Millicent because he says her name like her full name. Yeah, Millicent. I was I like, think I it's fucking like love that. this grandma. Oh my god, bro, the grandma was hilarious at the fact that she is like, I think you should go, or I think we're gonna go now. She's like, finally, y'all are leaving. Y'all are just sticking around, and I have no idea how to like get rid of y'all. Bye. And I love how Jack and her are like the closest, even though he's the one who's like calls everybody by their name because of like his trauma or whatever with the family being like, you're not my son, which was also so fucked. Like what is with that the parents being fucked. so fucked in this book? Like in all the romance books, again, because <laughs> they, have, they have to have some kind of trauma <laughs> to, to work make through. Them, yeah. To make them dimensional. And, I was just like, oh my Christ. <laughs> Literally. Um, and then her best best friend Cece, who is such a weird character, <laughs> with her fucking hedgehog. And her why weird was that movies. so funny? Why was that so funny at the fact that you just say best but you said breast? <laughs> I did. Yeah, I came out as breast friend. Oh, maybe you didn't hear it, but I, I that's didn't. why I started laughing. I don't oh. know. Anyways, yeah, her best friend is fucking funny like the hedgehog hilarious and her like uh rivalry with it essentially love hate relationship yes yes what does she call it she's like i call it the p word whenever you're not around but i don't remember what it was fuck i don't remember either um she's like we're her mom so she's like i think i'm the evil stepmother in that equation (laughs) i was like yeah fair um but I also found it really interesting that Elite, Elise, Elsie was um, the entire time, everything that came out of everybody's mouths was always negative. Like it was always like, oh, you're trying to sabotage me or, oh, you actually really mean this, especially anything that came out of Jack's mouth. She's like, we've, you've hated me the entire time. And that's also another thing that Allie Hazelwood is very known for is always making the girl seem like. The dude hates her. The date, like the dude hates her, and never once what? allowing the dude to like explain. Meanwhile, they're madly in love with this yes. woman. There and the entire time, Jack is like, "Is that really what you think?" All those things are. She's like, "Well, obviously, no, duh." And again, it's the same shtick in the past three books. But am I tired of it? Obviously not, because <laughs> I gave it a four and a half stars, and I still love it. Oh, I liked how this one. I like how the brother 
was a part of the ace community which mm-hmm. was super cool too well i, just I immediately thought he was sweet. just gonna be gay oh that he didn't want to come out but i was like i kind of got that but also at the same time i was like no it would i don't know it just didn't make sense to me but i i liked that she incorporated that aspect and she's also very known for adding characters who are on the like who are fluid mm-hmm. throughout all of her characters whether or not that's the main character or yeah or not um we talked about how the narrator for this was so so phenomenal she gave the words so much life and it it was like she in the audiobook yes we both listened to it Mm -hmm. um i just felt like she was so animated and her performance spectacular which is so refreshing after the fourth wing narrator that I had to listen to. I still want to listen to that. By you can the way. you can use my Audible account. Yeah, um, and you'll be disgusted when she sniffles. No, this the voice actor who did this auto audiobook. She is hands down probably like, one of the best. like the best audiobook narrator I have heard in a very very long time. She like actually like sounded exasperated. And like she put so much emotion into her yeah, voice. Yeah, it was really good. It just felt like it, and I don't know why, but when they do, when they put so much emotion in their voice, it just is so much easier to picture Get everything. Into it. Yes. Also, it helped that the dialogue in this novel was the most mature and realistic of all her novels. Yes, it was. I felt like it absolutely was. Yeah, and I feel like Allie's already like been pretty good about that. At least about it being like at least adult. Mm-hmm. but it's gotten no i feel like it's just better. more i feel like it's more realistic it's not cringy again yeah. we said that at the very beginning of this book or this podcast that was, it just doesn't feel as forced as i think it did with obviously adam and olive yeah and then it got a little less with b and ethan and now i feel like she just has a very more like she's just she's seasoned now there was one thing that cringed me out what and it was when they finally hook up and Mm -hmm. he's talking about how he thought about eating her cooch (laughs) (laughs) and he goes i was like i hate that he mentions his brother eating her pussy while he's like fingering her i was like let's not talk about your family member sexually like doing things with your girl right now like it was just so bizarre to me i mean i didn't really like i didn't clock it i was like being like ooh, whatever but like i can see how that is not yeah that was like my one thing that i mentioned because we know the scope of the fact that that he wasn't with him yeah she wasn't together yeah maybe but i mean that's a fair point yeah that one i was just like "Mm, he's still hot though it's fine (laughs) I know. I um, just, I felt like this book was never ending. Like it felt like really like a lot of things happened in one book. I think so, and I like that a lot of the side the side characters had. There was a lot of them, like yes. George, and it's not. In a, I don't see that in a bad way. At no, all. I just feel like a lot of things happened in this book compared to her other ones. I think. Yeah. Because she interviewed for the job, didn't get the job. No. And then yeah. like, a whole half of the book was still after that. Yeah, there was still a really good portion of the fact of her trying to figure out something else to, 
one, her grappling with the fact that she didn't get the job. Yeah. Two. Her meltdown oh my when she God. found out. I felt so bad, but I was just like, why are you running away? Right now? That, that is what brought down another like half it's star. Just like, it's because she literally like turned around without saying a word and sprinted down the fucking street. Sprinted. But at the same time, like, would I do the same thing? Maybe. <laughs> just... Oh no, gotta run. <laughs> gotta blast. But but then obviously Jack goes after her and then they stay at his house. Which is hilarious at the fact he like storm. grabs her and he's like, Elsie. And she's like, leave me alone. And she's like, I don't know why I'm crying. And like the way that again the narrator did it or like the voice actor did it she sounded like she was actually sobbing she did the hiccups yeah that like the ugly gross hiccups that you have when you're hyperventilating in the middle of like an actual genuine authentic cry and i just i can't i can't get over it because it makes me feel that it makes me feel that elsie is real like she feels like a real person more so than what olive and b did Mm -hmm. but and I feel like this was just the most realistic situation, too, for the dating. Like... What do you mean? Like, uh, the, like, the, progression, like the progression of the of their relationship? Yeah. And mostly because, uh, like, true fake date situations, like, in Love Hypothesis, I'm mm-hmm. just, like... There's always that distance of, like, I know fake dating doesn't actually happen in real life. So. Right. But this situation was all very much more realistic, in my brain, at least. I get that. Um, we didn't talk about the dinner though, where they finally see each other and he's like, she's a fucking librarian and she's lying to you guys. And then they're in the bathroom together and he has to like hold her up on the toilet. (laughs) Like, come on. That's such an like iconic opening like scene. The fact that she's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Why are you even at this like table? And she's like, I'm actually a physicist, you fucker. And, and she's, she's like, just like, don't say fucking anything to them. I know. I felt bad because Monica wanted her to be hired so bad, too. And, like, the whole time this job was promised to George. Right. And I and having that, I think thinking about that, I think I'm glad she put it in the book because I that happens, I believe, in academia. Yeah. I didn't like that Jack never said anything, though. I know he said, like, he couldn't or whatever because it was, like... HIPAA. Yeah. But, like... He kept saying, George is going to get the job. And she'd be like, well, you don't know that. And be like, George is going to get the job. I was like, stop being a pessimistic little bitch. I mean, I think he was trying to tell her without trying to tell her, you know, by him saying that. He's like, George is going to get the job, you know. I know, but But, still. Yeah, I get it. But then then there wouldn't be any, like. Oh, and the whole time. Plot. Elsie is such a good person that she doesn't explain that she is a fake girlfriend because she doesn't want to out and she's just waiting for greg to get back from this trip and then when he gets back he has to go into that emergency dental surgery and then he's like oh i feel like it was so fucking random it was so fucking random why he's like yeah my tooth exploded what it was the hell like the hell why was that but she had to wait that long to like be like i'm not i honestly yeah i honestly like find that so admirable the fact that she was like i am not this is greg's truth no she's a real one for that she really is she said la <laughs> she said valentina say your name all right <laughs> <laughs> but um no she really was she was like i 
I cannot. She's like, what you have in your head and the idea of you having me is wrong. I can't tell you why it's wrong because mm-hmm. it's just not, I'm not the person you need to hear it from. And that person who you do need to hear from doesn't have their phone, doesn't have their phone, is in the middle of this like all expense retreat that is like cut off from the world. Um, also when she stays over after the job rejection and the snowstorm and she finds her photo in his bedside table, I was like, this could be so creepy. I was like, that could be super stalkery, but it also could be very endearing at the fact that he has a picture of her. Yeah. From, and it was from a photo that he was in too, because it was a family picture. It's a family picture. Yeah. I think that makes it a little bit better. It's not like, like a photo from like like the fucking, like, clipping from a newspaper or something. Like, the directory of the department yeah. <laughs> has her fucking, like, a staff picture <laughs> cut out. You, like, in her little wallet size. Like, uh-uh. Wallet size. <laughs> Pulling it out with the credit cards. <laughs> like, ah. Oh. But then she falls asleep and then wakes up late in, in the night or whatever. And then she goes downstairs and they sleep on the couch together. And he's like, come here. I was like, <laughs> the boner in the morning saying she smells good. I'm squealing like a skunk. I can't. <laughs> also, she was like, he's asleep still. I was like, is that man asleep when he's saying that she smells good? Like, no man is going to be like, you smell good in your sleep. <laughs> like, that's so weird. Yeah, honestly. But it was cute how they went and had coffee with the um the grandma the next day oh yeah and the grandma has been like oh was you like, two were dating since day one she's, she's like, like i'm 90 i don't know anything she's like yeah i'm batshit crazy <laughs> <laughs> i love the fact that she texts and that she immediately asks him she's like i'm looking for somebody to hire somebody to throw to shit on my other like, neighbor's <laughs> yeah. lawn because their dogs keep shitting on my are you going to write you out the will if you don't help me? Are you too interested? <laughs> She's like, and as they're leaving, Jack is like, have fun writing hate wills. <laughs> yeah, or she was a great character. I wanted more of her. I know. Can Allie write a book about grandma? Finding love at nighty. <laughs> love that. She's a cranky old granny. It could be a grumpy sunshine, but where the grandma is the grumpy and the grandpa or other partner is the sunshine. That would be so cute. That would be really cute. And it could be their neighborhood rivals. (laughs) They throw shit on each other's lawns. (laughs) Their dogs are shitting on each other's lawns and neither of them want to give it up. Neither want to fold. (laughs) Why? (laughs) The HOA is like, you have to be friends. Spend some time together and they fall in love. The HOA. <laughs> <Or> whatever. <laughs> the Neighborhood Association. Not the Neighborhood Association. Inadvertently <laughs> telling them to hook up because they're tired of all this shit on the I can't. Okay, we're losing the plot. <laughs> Literally. Why is that so funny? <laughs> Just like flaming bag of dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> the doorstep. And that's what like sends them over the edge. <laughs> like you're both getting notices. Sorry. Oh my god. Um, I love so she gets lunch with Greg mm-hmm. and he's like, I want you to be my friend. And I was like, like Stop for real. Being, that's so cute. Um 
And then they finally, like, they start spending more and more time together. And he's, like, trying to take it slow. But then the first time when they hook up, well, we already talked about how he said the brother thing or whatever. But yeah. Twilight being on in the background. Oh, really? Sold this whole thing for me because I've been there. I- <laughs> <laughs> this is why you have to stop. I'm laughing. What do you want me to do? Can you hear Tori now? <laughs> they could hear me anyways. That didn't c- disconnect oh, my true. mic. That was that's just true. my headphones. It didn't pause anything. I'm sorry. I was laughing and I moved <laughs> my hand and it unplugged my headphones. So I... You've actually been pretty good this episode. So, <laughs> Thanks, mom. You're welcome. God damn. No, the fact that she was obsessed with Twilight, I loved it. Realistic love as fuck. It. Yeah, <laughs> and I love the fact that Jack is like willing to like watch them, and then also the little side little snippets. You're like, what's wrong with his face? What's up with the apple? And who won the golden onion? And I was like, okay, but fair questions, fair especially because they're distracted. I know. So, and he's like, and they have like a uh, weird fake AI baby named Nes. It's been it's been and he's she's like Renesme, and it's <laughs> not correct. <laughs> I was like, you tell him, babe. Um. Okay. Oh. Okay. I'm just gonna read off some of my notes. <laughs> when he says, "Be gentle with me, Elsie," I was like, I was like, stop. I'll throw up. This is amazing. Oh, I was like, I thought I no, like it's thought, so cute. I want to barf. I know the fact that he was like just asking her. I know. Like because the ball was always in her court. Exactly, the ball was always in her court since before she even knew it, and I love that shit. I I ate that shit up every time. I know. I love the fact whenever a fucking man simps over a woman. Like, come on, that's how it's supposed to be in the world. That's supposed to be. What else? See, but this is also why I hate these kinds of (laughs) stories because (laughs) I want a man that will do that and. They're tough to come by in real they life. They are very, they are very tough. I very found mine tough. on Bumble, so. Apparently, Bumble must be where it's at. But so far, where I have seen these like fuckers' fucking profiles, <laughs> they're scary, my man. <laughs> they are. They are very scary. And ugh. no, we didn't talk about no. how Monica's son hired Elsie. For a fake date, op- offered to pay her $70 for sex. She said no and then was, like, threatening to out her to Monica and everybody at the job interview. Card. Oh, yeah. And then Jack was And that's like, how Jack found out that she... I would think that's a pretty shitty way, but that also feels, like, very movie-esque. So yeah. So I think it was good. I think it was I good. loved it. I yeah. loved how that played out. And But I love that he just, like, kept his clone and was like, fuck off. If you say anything, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Also, at the same time, he was like... She right now is telling her to get out of her space and mm-hmm. you're not respecting that. I don't care what she did in the past, but right now she's saying leave and you are not. I doing know. That. I loved that. I was like, yes, claps. Um, and I said, finally, they're going to fuck. <laughs> My next notice, this happened in the book. She said, feeling his sack flesh against me. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? He like Wait, what? pushes inside her, right? right? And she can feel his ball sack <laughs> flush against her. And she, 
I was like, I we don't this. need I don't to say this. that. I don't <laughs> we get I don't the picture. <laughs> He's in ya to the hilt. We're good. <laughs> Like say he's I don't, only, like I do not like I didn't like whenever she was saying she's like I like to be full and I was like stop that literally I mean that's relatable no it's <laughs> the whole sack thing <laughs> that I was not into I can't I can't I'm dying I can't remember that did you I remember? wrote it down <laughs> I don't know what page I can't it is. I can't believe I missed that. I can't believe it either. You probably were like lost in the lost in the sauce. <laughs> of it all. Lost in the sauce. But I, I heard that and I was like, I need to pause for a second and regroup. <laughs> like, Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I said, I am dead at this sentence. What the fuck? Anyways. So wait. <laughs> can't just leave hold on (laughs) does she just say like just the fact that like she can feel it or does she like i think she's she's, like yeah she's just she's like i can feel his sack flush (laughs) against me which just just means he's fully in there because she said she's like be full so that is in line but it was like it was in like a paragraph of like the sex scene Mm. so i was like going through all the you know all the bases Mm. Can I say, it was also very hard to imagine her in thigh highs oh. in a bra and underwear. <laughs> that is one thing Allie Hazelwood tends to confuse me on, is it's the outfit choices. <laughs> her fashion choices. Her fashion it's choices literally. the socks. <laughs> it's always the socks. I love her, but. Huh. Unicorn. I wonder. I wonder first if she has personal the, experience with that, and maybe. that's why it's like a recurring thing. At first, thing. it was the unicorn socks. That one was the worst. The second of all. was the polka dotted dress. Was really mm. trying to figure out what the hell that looked like. Yep. The third now is these thigh highs. Which like, this what? is the best one. Like she's getting this better. Is definitely, really, so. This is definitely the most realistic one. But I'm like, what do those look like? I know. <laughs> what do those actually look like? I have to imagine that Elsie, like, it does look good, though, because Elsie has to have, like, some sort of sense of style because she's going on all these fake dates or whatever. I feel like she is probably the most fashionable yes, out of the last, I would of, agree out of the that. three. I would totally mm-hmm. agree with that. And I feel like I can picture something that would be cute because it was, like, a long cardigan or, like, a long sweater dress with, like, these tall boots. Uh-huh. And so I can like or something. I can like see this better, but I was still like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> questionable, just a little bit. But no, I totally get it. Faux show, faux show, faux show. Um, <laughs> I'm just filling the silence. I know. Um, I said fuck you, Andy, just because he didn't reciprocate feelings. What am I talking about in that? I literally don't even know. Who's Andy? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, his ex who was who's like talking shit about her. Oh, I was Andrea. Like, yes. Yeah, she can get fucked. Like what a fucking. She's also she's like she's so a, mad that she he is. loves freaking Elsie and didn't love her. I was like, okay, don't be a fucking cunt about it though. Yeah, he literally. Also, I love the fact that he was like, yeah, usually I bring girls over, we have sex, they do what I like, we I do what they like, I feed them, and then I take them home, and then I don't ever think about them again. And I was like, stop. <laughs> what are they? That's weird. <laughs> well, because they were all not Elsie, and he was thinking about Elsie the whole time. 
The whole time. The whole time. The whole time. All these times. <laughs> but I thought it was, uh, I love that he like didn't just be like, well, yeah, or whatever. But he like told Annie, like, shut the fuck up and leave. He's like, he was like, you're you? not talking, you're not talking shit right now. Yeah. Well, not only that, she, he's like, I get you're drunk or whatever, but we can talk about this later. Whenever you're not intoxicated, mm-hmm. I understand you're upset, but you need to leave before I say something I'm going to regret. Yeah. I'm like, Ugh, an emotionally mature man. God. Jack is the standard for Allie Hazelwood now. Yeah. It's, it's just each new, new Each man, new man. New man. Heightens the standards. I know. I just love it. I did. Also, the, okay, he did wear a Toy Story shirt, and I was like. He did? Yes. I don't recall. <laughs> so I'm, I must have lacked out at that point. <laughs> I was like, I can't handle the ball sack and now the Toy Story <laughs> is not not jiving for me. I'm trying to think of it as like a loose t-shirt, not like that Tommy like <laughs> shirt with the fucking. <laughs> oh no. I'm killing. Oh no. I'm killing. Okay, that's a strike in the fashion account that's not good. I'm just thinking of it as like a loose flowing, like those graphic tees yeah, like or whatever. Yeah, big old. Comfy. Not the ones with the like little, like, what is it? The little the stripes. arm stripe yeah. on the side. And the like color. a muscle tee almost. Almost. There's a specific name for it's them, like but I don't remember. It's like a 70s vibe for sure that you're trying to explain. Yeah, yeah. But I can't imagine that. I'm just going to think it's like a big oversized t-shirt. That's not, I think so too, but with Toy Story on it gets me like, <laughs> what the fuck? Um, but he that's whenever he they get back from somewhere and she's staying the night she had asked to stay the night i think Mm -hmm. back from georgia's i think okay and i maybe not i don't remember um and she's like falling asleep and she's like i get to lay on my side of the bed and she's talking about how there are things in his apartment that are hers like Mm -hmm. her peg and her water and her side of the bed and mm-hmm. she gets in and he she's like i'm gonna just like lay here for a little bit but she ends up falling asleep and then he goes and takes a shower and that's when he comes out and he's wearing like the so it's a pajama t-shirt. shirt so it's gotta yeah. be like an oversized tee okay yeah 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 and shorts and then he like crawls in with her and she's like we're she's like wait don't let, like make me don't let me fall asleep we were gonna have sex and he's like yep yep we're totally doing that right now <laughs> she passes out passes the book out um it's like fair babe even though george was her rival i love that they like become friends and like george is so supportive and sweet and then they become colleagues and george offers her a job mm-hmm. and is like i'm gonna be real with you but also like i want to support you and like you're an amazing person kind yeah. of thing because she's like you didn't have enough like experience for this job i was more qualified but that doesn't mean you're not an amazing scientist scientist who i would want on my team right so I liked that a lot. Like the girl power. Yeah. The fact a that girl's she's girl like for sure. Being honest, but not brutal. And it, like, I mean, even if it was brutally honest, not being like sabotage sort of thing. Not or mean like, about not it. Not mean. Just, she's like, look, this is just the, the honesty about the it. The reality of the it. The reality. Right. Exactly. And this is what I can do for you. And I, and I want your potential because we see it. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that Elsie was like, oh my God, yes. Like, Finally. Like I want to work for you. Like. That sounds great. The mentor was a piece of also, shit. Also, yeah, I don't know why she put so much emphasis. I get the whole, like, 
you owe him because you felt he like he gave you a start. her after, yeah, she, like, dropped out or whatever. But I was like, hun, what's not clicking here? I was wondering how they were going to tie back, like, Jack's mom or whatever to yeah the mentor and stuff. I figured whenever, like, the mom came into play that it was going to be, like, the mentor and the mom. Mm-hmm. And, like, took advantage or whatever, but... Also, I hate that nobody wanted to clue her into that. Just, why is it always withholding information? (laughs) I felt like their fight was a little bit dumb, but always, I think, that in every romance novel. I think so, too. Like, the fight that ends their relationship, quote-unquote. Even though Jack was like, I was just giving you space. We were not broken up. I didn't think they were broken up, either. I just thought they they had space. I felt like... I felt like Elsie thought that that her interpretation of space meant that they were not together. Mm-hmm. Whereas Jack was like, she just needs a, like a breather. Yeah. And I think that's actually what Elsie needed. And she didn't realize that again with well, so many different yeah. times where she was like, I don't know. And in her heart of hearts, she knew the answer all along. She was just afraid to admit it on in several different occasions. Yeah. So, but what else do I have? I can't really say anything other than like it's just a it's just a fun story. They are so lighthearted. I would recommend them to anybody who just needs something to happy to read. Happy, it, you. There is no extraneous thoughts that no. need to be. And even had. though it's about science, it's not. A, it's not it's about not science. An intense babe. read. Mm-mm. You don't have to think very hard. It's a happy, easy read. They don't go into the like super hard logistics of it elite or elsie just seems so charismatic also just in like the way that Allie hazelwood presented her in the classroom with all of his friends like immediately Immediately. too and she was just very like natural and can do that and i also thought it was kind of a superpower the fact that she was able to read people and then be what they needed to be like i didn't think it was i didn't think it was a bad thing right Right, exactly. But it's good to be able to read people. There were, especially whenever Michi came in and was about to cry to Jack. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Michi, it's fine. And, like, wasn't really... Not that he wasn't listening to her, but, like, she was, like, on the verge of tears and she clocked it, or Elsie clocked it and mm-hmm. was like, hey, it's okay. Like, I've had that. It sucks. Like, just the fact that she was able to relate to her and then it made Michi feel better. Like, that is one of the good things about what she's able to do is relate Mm -hmm. or provide some kind of like, you're not alone sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Visibility. So these are romance, you know, episodes are more quick. They're fun. Cause they're not intense thought. So, well, they're also not a fucking intense plot either. Yeah. They're not political by any means. Nothing's going on. There's no theories. I think it'd be cute if all of them, end up coming together eventually even the ones from her short stories loathe to love you that's a lot that's that's three six there couples. yeah six couples they could do like a little retreat <laughs> i mean a stem retreat why not it would make sense i wonder what the plot would be though i know right they just have little like snippets of people like talking or whatever i don't know hmm. it'd be cute but I think it's hilarious that literally all of these people are rivals, if not enemies, to lovers. And mm-hmm. I just we'll have to keep reading her other books, even though they're not like fully in like the typical 
Oh yeah, I want to see if there's like what she's like changed. the YA I want to read and the oh, bride sure. I want to read and then the, I'm just the interested just to see because I feel like again we talked about this I think on the other other uh, episode that we've literally like been with her s- step by step in this process so I think just to see her from where <clears throat> she started to where she is now and like where she could be or what where she's going to be you know in the next few years I think it's just it's going to be super fun to see. Mm-hmm. But, all right. What's I our guess next episode? CC2. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's Wednesday and I still haven't started. Yeah, that's nerve-wracking. <laughs> you're like, yeah, babe. You're like kind of behind. <laughs> right, well, are you going to listen or are you going to read? Yeah, I'm going to read. Yeah. I have the book. Um, I feel like it's, <clears throat> you got to read. Up? You got to read it. No, there's no way that I can pay attention the thing is, is like if I were to get the audiobook for CC2, there would be no way that I could pay attention. You'd have to lay on your bed and listen. Yes. Yes. And quite frankly, I would rather just read the book. Yeah. So that way my full attention could be on it because... And your full imagination. Yeah. Complete imagination. Because I already have these people pegged of what they look like in my head. I'm not going to I know. change them. I literally want to dye my hair red like Bryce so bad. <laughs> so bad i've you been wanting to dye my hair red gonna... for way longer than even knowing about cc right. so it's just a bonus really mm. Mm. but we were looking at it and we will give you a little bit of a sneak peek for september i know that's two months away but we finally like set down the set schedule for september and our september lineup y'all every fucking week She's is heavy. a new series that we're starting lots of series for us god help our souls because <laughs> they're all of them are minimum three books yay most of them are six to eight yay <laughs> are we gonna do cc3 like the second it comes out that means we're gonna have to read tog between now and january i know all seven books i know we're Good starting books. in September. Uh, uh, uh. I'm halfway not... through the series already. So. I know. But I'm going to reread them for the <laughs> podcast because I have to I'm take gonna notes. I'm going to reread them. I have to take notes. I know. But I'm starting at September. That's four months. Woo, woo, woo. I mean, we read four bucks a month minimum, so. Tori, we all of our. We two in some of them. I was just <laughs> to the math that I saw you doing on your fingers. <laughs> I, I, was like, you my fingers. I was like, Tori, not our, we could not have an entire month be nothing but TOG. I'm sorry. We can't. Well, we'll have to read CC at the end of January then or the beginning of February. And we'll just have to stay off of TikTok and Instagram because it's going to be all spoilers. Oh my God. Okay. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. But um, yeah, our next episode is going to be CC2 Part 1. Yes. And we are doing it kind of the same way that we did the first book. So we're, we're going to be like 400 pages 400 and 400, 400 pages. So. And it's I think like it's more fun. I think it's more fun to predict about like what we're going to do. I like what we're going to like. So should I not read ahead? Gonna be? Yeah, don't read ahead. Okay. I mean, up to you. No, I won't. Because the only reason why I say don't read ahead is because you can easily forget where the split stops. Yeah, I know. You're right. I won't. I only have like 60 pages left then. Oh, nice. So at least I can still read some of it. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking maybe 
Monday at the latest. You're going to have it done by Monday? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, we wanted to get a, well, you wanted to get that episode out before the 1st of August. I know. So but it's a lot, so. I know, but I'm going to do it. You do know whenever it. we you know whenever we pick up that book it's hard to put it down. It is. So, but all right, enough rambling. We will see you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye.